listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. A couple of notable deaths over the weekend. One, I think, overshadowed the other, and I think it should have been the other way around myself. Okay, what do you got? Not that they weren't both notable, of course, but yet Hank Aaron passed away on Friday, and then Larry King passed away on Saturday. Larry King's stuff was all over the place. I had to search out Hank Aaron stories, which is weird. Don't yeah. you think? Don't you think Hank Aaron is a? Uh, you ask the average person who they've heard of. Don't you think more people would say Hank Aaron than Larry King? Uh, I don't know about being heard of, but as far as historical importance, I mean, let's say this: Larry King met every significant dignitary uh, on the planet during his period Presidents of broadcasting. And, yeah. yeah. But I would say Hank Aaron met every single, you know, I mean, he was, not only was he one of the greatest baseball players of all time, he was also a huge leader in the civil rights movement. Yeah. People, people yeah. don't understand what Hank Aaron did outside of baseball. So I would say they are at least equal, if not, Hank Aaron uh, had made a bigger world impact than Larry King. Don't get me wrong, Larry King, broadcasting legend. And, but, I, and, but, I, but I don't know that he's a bigger significant uh, uh, historical figure than Hank Aaron. No, I mean, Larry King did let us know about Galeek. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. omega three for your joints. I always loved. Uh, I always loved. There was a comedian, a comedian <laughs> named Dana Gold, who writes for that show, Bob's Burgers, which is awful, but he's a great writer. And uh, he used to do a bit about Larry King. The more important the first guest on the Larry King first hour of the show, the more ridiculous the second guest was. Like the first guest would be like, "Coming up tonight on Larry King, John Wilkes Booth, the man who shot Lincoln, and in hour number two, the man who played Flegel on the Banana Splits." Fun. <laughs> 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 That's not at all inaccurate. And then he would come up with some sort of a random thing about, you know, when we come back, I'll tell you the story about how I once double teamed a hooker in Belize. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was like yes. a weird, yes. sort of a yes. weird, I mean, he was a yes. random, I mean, he brought some random stuff out. <clears throat> Larry King was awesome. I would say Hank Aaron was aux- awesomer. Hank, did Larry King hit 750? Yeah, how many home runs? runs did Larry King hit? One ball and no strike. Aaron waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a high drive into deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is gone. Did you notice who the left fielder was for the Los Angeles Dodgers? No. Bill Buckner. Oh, Bill Buckner. Yeah. yeah. He was the guy who tried, like, remember trying to climb over the fence to get the ball? But the ball was caught, I believe, by Atlanta Braves relief pitcher Tom House. Oh, look at you with all your yeah. baseball knowledge. Yeah. yeah. No, it did not go through Bill Buckner's legs. It went over his head. <laughs> you know, that, that guy okay. was defined by that one play. Uh, Just like Hank Aaron, for the most part, to, to the, you know, when people say they know who hit 715 home runs. Yeah. Actually, know se- the time. 755 was his grand total. Yep. And I believe... As crazy as it sounds, that season when he hit his 715th to break the all-time record was his last one with Atlanta. He went back to Milwaukee to play for the Brewers the last two seasons of his career, which is odd. I always thought it was interesting that everybody was celebrating so much on my sixth birthday. I thought it was, wow, this is... <laughs> That's right, I'm, it was your birthday. I'm only, I'm only six years old, guys. You guys can settle down a little bit. But no, it yep. turns out it was Hank Aaron hitting his 715th home run on yeah. my birthday. That's right. I'll always remember that part of it. April 8th, 1974. And back in those days, if you felt like jumping the rail and running the bases with Hank Aaron, you could do it, apparently, because there was random people all over the field after he hit that home run. How bummed out was Hank Aaron that like random people were all over the field running the bases with him and it wasn't Morgana, the kissing <laughs> bandit. I hope you had a great weekend and uh, 
Yo, we'll go back and one of us will talk about something that happened to us over the weekend. And I think it's Mark from Peoria who's going to pick which story gets told. Good morning, Mark. Are you there? Yes, sir. All right, excellent, Mark. This is uh, where you get to pick between which story is going to be more interesting for the audience. Uh, My story consists of I was contacted by somebody I haven't spoken to since November of 1985 on Facebook. And at the end of the conversation, which took hours, by the way, I felt horrible. (laughs) All right. So, Mark, this is funny because it's very similar. I was contacted this weekend by an old friend who I have not seen in literally decades. And at the end of the conversation, which was very pleasant, I was pissed off. (laughs) Now, just just for the record, Mark and I did not compare stories before story time. We are hearing this for the first time. It's interesting. We had a very similar experience. Which would you rather have, me being sad or Mark being angry? Oh, man, that's that's a tough one. Um... I gotta do. I gotta do. Mark being pissed off. All right. All right. Well, that's that's interesting. Mark, I'll be interested to see if this ever happened to you. Okay, I got a, I got called from a guy who I went to college with. He was there for I think two years, and then he flunked out, and you know, subsequently got his life back together. But anyway, he called me on Saturday, completely out of the blue. And, you know, we, we catch up a little bit. He's like, hey, I'm calling you because a high school buddy of mine sent me a picture and you're in it. I was like, oh, that's funny. He goes, yeah, it's a bunch of us at the beach and uh, I'll send it to you. I said, that's great, man. Text it to me. So we talked for a little while longer. I get off the phone and he texts me the picture. And Mark, has this ever happened to you? I had no idea where it was. When it was, or who the other people in the picture were. <laughs> you think to yourself, is this Photoshop? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's definitely me. I used to look like that, and I recognize my buddy who called me. The other guys, I'm going to have to take a pass on. I don't, you know, and, and I don't know where it yeah. was or anything. Have you, has, has that ever happened to you? No, not really. All right, wait till you get older. Yeah, yeah, that will happen to you. Oh, I'm 59. I'm 59. Wow. So All right, well, you know, there's something for you to look forward to. Old dog, new tricks. Yes. Look forward to seeing a photograph that you have no idea you took. That's thanks. it. That's it. Thanks for checking right, in, guys, Mark. Thanks a lot. Appreciate, I appreciate it. it. You have a great morning. Thanks See for everything ya. you do. Thanks, man. There goes Mark. You know yeah. what? I, you know what I should have said back then. This was around 1984, is my estimate. Um, I should have said, "No pictures, please. No. Yes, pictures. no pictures, please. Yes, I'm not ready for. It. I need a protect. <laughs> I need a professional photographer, please. I need a professional cameraman. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, I will tell my story at some point. Because well, it's it's an interesting story about I'll tell you somebody what, else. Because I'm I'm curious. Well, you were sad at the end of this conversation. Well, I, I, not for me, but for the person that I haven't okay. spoken to in almost 37 years. Right. Well, at least you got a heart. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that. It'll factor into the story in just a bit. I looked back into my past on right. on. Saturday and couldn't remember the people in the picture I was looking at. And uh, so, Paul, you said you had a thing where you talked to an old friend and wound up sad at the end of it. I was very sad at the end of this at the end of this encounter. A person that I haven't spoken to since November of 1985 reached out on Facebook because one of our classmates, uh, one of the only guys that we played football with that actually, quote-unquote, made something of his athletic career, right. was just hired as the Jacksonville Jaguars defensive coordinator. And this is not his first 
NFL coaching job. This one, this no, the no. guy who's made made good. No, the guy who I'm talking about is a guy named Joe Cullen. Right now, Joe and I played high school football together, and we used to lift together. We were you know lifting partners and stuff like that, and did all that stuff. You're looking huge, bro. Yeah, I was I was ripped, man. Well, see, Joe was the first guy that I ever known that had actually had some artificial enhancement when it came to his physique. Yes, uh, and I watched him tear some muscles. And you know, long story short, he's uh, he's been playing, not playing, but coaching in the National Football League for a long time. In fact, if you do a cursory Google of Joe Cullen, you'll hear that he was the guy, you might remember this, it was a national story, that was fined for driving through a Wendy's drive through naked as a coach with the Detroit Lions back in 2006. You remember that story? It was kind of a big story. A little bit of a trouble with the bending of the elbow. <clears throat> yeah, he had a, yeah, yeah, 12 ounce, 12 ounce curls yeah. is what he had an issue with for a while. But he's recovered now, and he's been just hired as the Jacksonville Jaguars defensive coordinator. All right? So all of it, out of the blue, I get... And I'm going to keep the kid's name out of it because you'll know why afterwards. So I get I get contacted by this guy, and he's like, do you hear what happened with Cullen? I go, yeah, it's great. You know, our fullback is now a coach of the National Football League. He's doing great, blah, 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 blah. How are you doing? He goes, oh, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm, a, you know, I'm on my third wife. I'm like, oh, well, good for you. You know, I'm, you know my, my wife and I divorced a couple of years ago, four years ago. Things are going good, you know, so-and-so. How's everything going? Got any kids? Yeah, I got one that never calls me unless he wants anything. He's basically a, a, a child support payment check every <laughs> month. I'm like, all right, well, you know, as long as you're healthy. He goes, yeah, I just turned 53. I go, well, you got your health. You know, you're happy in your marriage. He goes, had a triple bypass five years ago. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <clears throat> well, that's no good. No. Uh, I, I, you know, how are you doing? Well, I, I had a bad lifestyle. I was smoking, did a lot of drugs. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, a lot of a lot of us dabbled in drugs and stuff. Yeah. You remember Dave? I'm like, yeah, I do remember Dave. He goes, you know, the last thing Dave said to me before he went in the army? I go, no, we had to try this new drug. It's called crack. Oh, I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. Like all of the things that you could possibly say or do wrong in trying to reconnect with somebody after yeah. 36 years yeah. happened in this conversation. Meanwhile, while we're having this conversation, it's like 1130 on Thursday night. <clears throat> and I got to get up for work the next morning. Yep. So I'm like, all right, man, um, it was great catching up. He goes, all right, man, I'm like six beers in. Yes, of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. You're not feeling any pain. I hope you don't have to get up for work tomorrow. And it's 1.30 a.m. Oh, where you are. Yes, he's actually, he lives in Virginia now. Wow. But that was our, that was, it was the weirdest, like, reconnection yep. I've ever had. And, and they're like, hey, man, hit me up anytime. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's on my list of things to do. And you're, yeah, you're like, uh, hey, let's get together. He's like, I can't. I'm in an iron lung right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, the, it was the way, well, as long as you have your health. Yeah, triple bypass five years ago. Jesus, man. <laughs> Let, let's do something fun and silly in our next segment. Okay. It's Monday. All right. Lots of stuff going on. Do you want to talk about it? Well, the we, Super Bowl is set. We could talk about, you know, why the Packers went for a field goal instead of going for the touchdown that they needed at the end of the game. I yep. know we could, we we could, could. talk about, um, you know, Hank Aaron passing away and, and his impact not only on baseball but the civil rights movement. We can talk about the fact that Tom Brady now has just as many NFC championships as Aaron Rodgers and that he's going to be facing Patrick Mahomes. It'll be the first time in the history of the National Football League that A, a team is playing in the Super Bowl in its home stadium and B, that the quarterbacks for the last two Super Bowl winners are facing off in the following Super Bowl. We could talk about all of that. Or we could bring you Tico the Singing Parrot who sings along to his owner playing classic rock songs such as Stairway to Heaven. That's the parrot. 
just warming up. is next up on the hit parade. <laughs> That's actually pretty good right there. Yeah. Um, his version of Bon Jovi's Wanted Dead or Alive, not so much. <laughs> Still sounds better than John. Beautiful. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is Tico the Singing Parrot. We needed to bring that to you this morning. Hang on a second. I have Jimmy Page on line two. <laughs> but do you have the number of that parrot? Maybe he might want to go out on the road and play some Zeppelin songs with me, maybe. Here on the Mark and Neander Paul Show, we were talking about the My Pillow guy. And how he looks a lot like the old WWF, WWE wrestling manager, Paul Bearer. Oh, oh my Undertaker. <laughs> yes, the Undertaker's yeah, manager. Yes. Yeah, Paul Bearer. And, 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 and the, the resemblance is striking to the point where I posted about it on Facebook. It has now been memed and shared. I mean, nice. not quite not quite Bernie Mittens memed and no. shared, but it's still memed and shared quite a bit. It has not reached the Bernie Sanders no. Mittens meme level. No, but I'm hoping that at some point you'll be able to look at that meme and say, if you remember this guy... You had an awesome childhood. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Team <laughs> so crazy. So that's what happened is we had, a, we had a moment there where we were just pointing out that Paul Bearer from the WWF looks like the MyPillow guy. Mike, uh, Mike Lindell is Mike the guy's Lindell. name. Mike yeah. Lindell. And we had a gentleman named Paul give us a call and say, hey, I, I knew that dude in high school. Um, I went to school with him back in Kansas Carver, Chaska, Minnesota. He, he was a character even when he was a kid, but he was all right. You know, he was in and out of the same kind of crap kids get into, you know. Yeah, I used to hang around with him a little bit back in the day. We'd go to the same same swimming places and same high school and same town. All right. And then, Paul, you asked him what I thought was a very good question. Well, thank you very much. Hard-hitting journalism is my, my is what I strive for every morning here on the program. And here was the question. So here's the question. If you were to run into him today, would he remember you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You bet. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The most Minnesota answer of all time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. you betcha. No, yeah. you ran into him. I was, I was going ice fishing. Yeah. And he says, here, take this my pillow. You can turn over a paint bucket, put the my pillow on top so you don't have a cold behind. Yeah, or maybe perhaps you're ice fishing and they're, you know, they're just not biting, so you want to lay down there in your shanty. You probably should you have one of these here my pillows here to keep your head warm. Warm and nice and soft and cozy there. Yep. Yup. Oh, yeah. So, the My Pillow guy, <laughs> born in Mankato, by the way. Oh, yeah. True story. Yeah. End of story. Yeah, this is my deal, Wade. <laughs> yeah. It's time for the Mark and Interpol Dumbass of the Day. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we all know how crazy Florida is, right? 
So the dumbass of the day will head to uh, Jacksonville, which things are really crazy in, in like Jacksonville, the northern part of Florida, which yeah. is the most south part of the United States. I'm not sure if you've known about this, but but northern Florida is referred to as L.A., lower Alabama. Yes. That's a true story. Yep. Didn't make that up. Not making fun of Florida. That's a thing. Yep. And, and even there, though, where crazy is the norm, if you're a 22-year-old guy and you steal your roommate's car, your roommate is probably going to call the police, right? My guess is, yeah, unless he's got his own shotgun. Yeah, and uh, if you steal your roommate's car and he calls police and you're naked in the car that you stole, you're going to be that much more identifiable, right? Uh, well, I would yeah. think so. Do you have any yeah. birthmarks? Any 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 identifiable birthmarks? Uh-huh. Like a tallywhacker or something that Beulah Balbricker would tell you about? <laughs> and uh, if you crash your roommate's car, then get out and lie naked in the middle of the road, the police are definitely going to have a leg up on catching you. Right? I see what you did there, leg up. Um, right in the middle there, of the road so there. Yeah. yeah, a third leg up maybe. Yep. So all of that happened last week in Florida. A sheriff's deputy got out to check on the naked man lying in the middle of the road. But as soon as he did, the naked man became, you know, he'd already stolen a car, crashed the car. Then he became combative and ran away from the deputy straight towards the deputy's car. Well, that's not running away from the deputy. That's running toward the deputy. No, that's running away from the deputy, running towards the deputy's car. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, so the deputy had him sandwiched between his car and himself. And uh, you guessed what what, what happened here. The naked 22-year-old man then stole the deputy's car. Uh Uh-oh. Even as the deputy tried to pull the naked man out of the front seat, the deputy was slightly injured. Nothing serious. Very slight injury as the car pulled away. But not to worry, the naked man had already crashed one car today. Why not go for another? Sure. Yeah. If you're going to go, go big or go home. Some very poor driving led to another crash, this time in the woods off the road, and the naked man was finally taken into custody. We don't have a name. Why not? Because there was no name in the story. Very simple. You know why? Naked. Yeah. No wallet. No ID. (laughs) We know one thing, though. He is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. And the dumbass of the day is sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com. Funny. We were just talking to a guy on the phone about something completely different. And then the conversation kind of tailed off and he was kind of saying his goodbyes and... Listen to what he throws in. All right, man. All right. All right, man. All right. Uh, Tom Brady sucks. All right. <laughs> Tom Brady sucks. Tom All Brady right. sucks. Yeah, I mean, the well, hate the hatred is is real. Obviously, he doesn't. Um, Clearly. I mean, yeah. he only goes to a Super Bowl once every other season in his career. Yeah, he is doing what, what Michael Jordan did, what Bill Russell did, what Wayne Gretzky did, rewriting the record books, except he's winning championships more so than those guys. You know, how many how many rings does Jordan have? Uh, I think it's six. So and, yeah. and, and Brady has six. Yeah. It's just, the only more decorated pro athlete I can think of, you know, that has more big, big-time wins would be uh, Bill Russell. Maybe so. He's got uh, 10 out of 12 years that he played, he won a championship. Brady, 10 out of 20 years, he's been in the Super Bowl. When you say that, it's really incredible, because Bill Russell played in a different era. Right. Nowadays, it's much harder to repeat trips back to the Super Bowl or yeah. go back to the NBA Finals, things like that. He played it's in not, his 14th conference championship yesterday. It's unbelievable. It's, it's really unbelievable. You know, I and I think it's unfair. You know, he's not giving anybody else a chance. I, don't, I really don't <laughs> think that's the inclusiveness that we're striving for in here in this country. Shouldn't everybody get a chance to go to the Super Bowl? Wouldn't well, it be nice? Yeah, well, it's not like there are 31 other teams that have the opportunity starting every September to go to the Super Bowl. And you ask yourself, 
yourself, can one man make a difference? Uh, apparently so, because yeah. the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were, what, 7-9 and nine last year. They had Jameis Winston as their quarterback. They were sort of directionless. They had no leadership whatsoever. All of a sudden, Tom Brady comes into town, and they're going to the Super Bowl. You see that, and you think, Tom Brady must be better than Jameis Winston. I don't know. It's a big <laughs> statement. But um, the funniest thing to me was when they, they won it yesterday, and they're all standing around afterward. And this will sound a little little poor because it's recorded off somebody's TV because they wouldn't put this on, on YouTube. Yeah, they wouldn't put this on TV. They wouldn't, um, they're not going to rebroadcast this. Right. So it's, uh, it's Bruce Arians after the game. He's being questioned from afar. I think he has headphones on. Yes. And... Listen to where the sound drops out. Your first trip to the Super Bowl. How do you describe the moment, V.A.? We're holding this amazing and uh, got too many people to thank. Yeah, now, said, what you, that dropout, he's a, he was holding the trophy. I forget what they call the NFC Championship trophy. Uh, I know the AFC one is the Lamar Hunt trophy. I forget what they call this, the NFC one. Might be the Vince, no, not Vince Lombardi. I forget. What you were saying. Yeah, uh, George Howe's trophy, I think, is what yeah. it is. Um, but he's holding this thing is effing great, effing amazing. Yeah. And they drop the effing part out. And we know, Bruce having been here in the Valley, he has colorful language on yep. occasion. Yep. He has occasion to do that. But Bruce Arians going to the Super Bowl because he found a quarterback that could take him there. Yeah, it's the first time he's ever done and i think he's like 68 at this point right so, hey that's a nice little story right now it there. should be good but you know because he's going again and because not only is the hatred real but it's all based in jealousy because everybody else in the nfl would love to have that guy as quarterback even if the hatred isn't real it's in fashion at least it certainly is so uh well we'd be remiss if we didn't sing along Mark and Neanderthal. One hundred point seven KSLX. I'm so glad we played that song this morning. Why? Twisted Sister, D. Snyder, your lead singer. Because now, if you're watching the show Cobra Kai, I am going to give a little <laughs> bit of a spoiler here. Oh no! Now, Cobra Kai, of course, is the Karate Kid. Like 35 years later, what's yeah, Cobra Kai was the evil dojo. Yes. So um, here's the spoiler. Um, one of the incredibly cheesy parts of the show involves D. Snyder appearing on the show. Right. And, and apparently D. Snyder can cure paralysis. I wasn't aware of that. Uh, listen, this is, this is the spoiler here. So, uh, it's true. One of the characters in the show Cobra Kai is left paralyzed below the waist, uh, as the result of injuries sustained in a, you guessed it, karate fight. No right? kidding. Yes. So <laughs> he's in a wheelchair and none of his therapy, none of his physical therapy seems to be making any progress so what you're what you're saying is we're talking about the healing power of rock and roll we kind of are what happens is um not you know he's not making any progress with the traditional physical therapy methods to cure his paralysis so he gets in his wheelchair and his sensei johnny lawrence sneaks him in to a solo d snyder concert
actual Twisted Sister concert, isn't it? Or no, is it- it's it's Dee Snider solo doing this well-known Twisted Sister song. And sure. the music, Paul, the music is so powerful. How powerful is it? It is so driving, Paul, that suddenly the young man in the wheelchair looks down and notices his own foot tapping along with the music. Move your big toe. Exactly. Yes. Wow. He can move his extremities now. He's cured. D. Snyder has done it again. Wow. It's pretty amazing now. He's a superhero. I saw this. And he's I was like, like Benny Hinn. He's like that guy. He's a faith healer. I know. But it, but it invited some questions. Uh-oh. Such as, does D. Snyder's music only cure paralysis if you see it live? Or can you listen to the records at home and be cured? Well, you're, you really only should only do it under the direction of a, a qualified sensei, mu- qualified musician. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Will yeah. w- Will it be cured of paralysis? You know, if you, if you go to see a Twisted Sister tribute band, or does no. Dee Snider have to be part no, of it? No, it has to be the voice. It has of to Dee. be Dee. Yeah. What if the songs Maybe. are performed in a in an unplugged setting, Paul? What will the acoustic properties as cure long, paralysis? As long as they're in the key of D. Okay. Yeah. All right. Snyder, that is. I was curious about that. Yes. Yeah. So I I apologize to anybody who's watching Cobra Kai. And as if you didn't know that that guy would be cured, you do know now. But you're watching Cobra Kai, so you knew that that guy would certainly be cured at some point in time because it's Cobra Kai and it's cheesy as hell. I'm still enjoying it, but oh, my God, what a cheesy show. Uh, Paul, do you know what snaps are? Popper. Uh, they call poppers sometimes or snaps. Oh, you, you, the, the the white things that you throw on the ground, they're like rock salt. and They look like a little dry spitball or something, and you throw them and they yeah on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, snappers or whatever they call them. Yeah, yeah I poppers, forget what they call them. Snappers, yeah. 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 They're basically for places that you can't you can't buy fireworks. You can buy those and throw them around and yeah. make a little little crackle sound. Not not big with us when we were kids. We were, no, nah, it was sort of a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but th- did you s- the story for the woman from England who burnt her mouth on them because she thought they were candy no. t- and tossed a bunch of them in her mouth from Ooh. the box. <laughs> Pretty Ooh. careless. Yeah, um, I like to look at what's going in before I. Yeah, I mean, and, and they're I paper, and they're in. paper, paper, and yeah. So she burnt her mouth, which uh, is always an unpleasant feeling, right? Yes. The next day when yeah, you're burning burnt your the mouth. Root, I mean, oh. well, here's the thing: yeah, burning your mouth and the tip of your tongue. Like you get that numbness, yes. that numbness where you lose taste sensation until yep. until whatever you've destroyed in the top of your mouth or your tongue has regenerated and it's, you can finally taste things again. Oh, it's sore it's AF. It's the worst, yeah. yeah. It's the worst. Like, the most, uh, wh- okay, what is the most typical thing to burn your mouth on? Um, super, super hot uh, pizza, cheesy pizza. Yeah. Cheesy pizza, yeah. yeah no, Not no. only can you burn the roof of your mouth on a cheesy pizza, but sometimes the... The uh, the bite off the pizza is not clean, and a piece of cheese hangs down onto your chin. Ooh, you get the secondary the chin burn. Yeah, also, the secondary yes. Burn. Or 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 you get the uh, uh, underneath the cheese, like the cheese itself doesn't get you, but the sauce underneath it yes. is like molten lava. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, hot cheese pizza. <laughs> yep, that that's I would guess that's the most common thing to burn the roof of your mouth on or burn your tongue on. Um, here's another one: a marshmallow cooked over a roasted fire. Yeah, that is a good one. All right. I don't eat marshmallows, but I know what you're talking about. It, sure. When I would eat marshmallows, and I, I don't, I've never been crazy about marshmallows, but when I would cook them, I would I would set them on fire and let them burn all over, so it would be just a black 
crusty shell on the outside. Oh. Then it's completely melted in the middle. You do have to be careful with that. Yeah, I, I think, again, because uh, I know what it is, it's almost like uh, pizza rolls or anything that's like a, that's like a, that, like, you know, remember that, remember, uh, was it the gum? What was the gum that goes squirt? Uh, was it popping fresh or freshen, freshen up? Freshen up, yeah. There was some sort of a like gum. That. Yeah, you would, you would eat that gum, squirt. and then inside there'd be something inside the yeah. gum. And it's sort of like that with anything that you cook, and especially if you microwave it. The outside can feel still feel sort of frozen, so you're like, all right, well, it's not, that's not overcooked. Right. Then you put it in your mouth, you're like, oh, Jesus, what is that? It's the surface of the sun. We actually posted about that the other day, and the most common thing that came up, Totino's. Pizza, pizza rolls, rolls or yeah. Gino's did pizza rolls also, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. yeah. I remember that. That was a that's a lot. That's yes. a, that you can you can scorch the mouth. Yeah, and then again, there's nothing worse than that because it, then it's going to take four or five days for that sensation to come back in your tongue. I'll give you the phone. Sometimes number. you get the whiteness on your tongue too. Yes, white. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, the so blanched the, tongue. The phone number is four eight zero four seven zero KSLX. Name one other thing. That you're you're likely to burn the roof of your mouth on. I'll give you one right now as we go into this song here. Okay, baked potato. Yeah. They hold their heat like a sumbitch. Yep. Yep. Uh, pot stickers, steamed pot stickers. When you crack one of those open, bite into it. Hell, even Mark. Mm, nasty. words for you okay mozzarella sticks mozzarella sticks, mozzarella are sticks. Oh, oh jesus you seriously burn your mouth oh uh, yeah on. because you're like oh they don't feel so hot they're this is good they've, they've cooled off enough oh jesus what am i doing and it's the worst feeling burning the roof of your mouth and burning your tongue too can be yeah yeah it's really i'll give you one here that's kind of a sleeper all right all right what do you got beware we had beef stew last night all right delicious stuff mm-hmm the carrots in the beef stew, not a slice of a carrot, but like uh, maybe an inch long. You know, it's the entire diameter of the of what the carrot was, but maybe an inch long section of it. So it's thick. You bite into that; those things hold their heat in the middle, big time. Corn on the cob. Corn on the cob can, yeah, because you're squirting all over the place. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so. there, there's all kinds of stuff. We're just talking about, you know, the the unpleasant feeling of having the roof of your mouth burnt. Yeah, because was, uh, because a woman burnt the roof of her mouth while eating. Snap caps by mistake. You know those the poppers, little, those the snappers, little, those little things that are—they look like they look like a roach. They're, they're wrapped up in a little yeah. piece of plastic. It's like two pieces of rock salt wrapped up in a little piece of paper that you used to throw at the ground and make a little yep. snap noise. Yep. A woman ate those. Very foolish. Yes. All right. So what do you got? Hey, I got one for you. It's, it says right on the label, but we do it anyway. Hot pockets. Sure. Mm. Hello, it's Mark and the Enderpaul. Hey, bagel bites mm-hmm. burn the roof of your mouth. Bagel bites are a good That's one too. Pizza, yeah, it's because it's got like the pizza filling, right? Yeah, the cheese on the, the top. Sauce and the cheese. Yeah. yeah, that's pizza. That would fall under pizza. Yeah, because you can't pizza. control you can't control the velocity at which that stuff comes out when you bite into it. <laughs> <laughs> it squirts everywhere, right? <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, hot pockets. Would you like that served cold or molten lava hot? Hot pockets. All yeah. Right. Any anything that's got anything that's got a like like a burrow or anything that's sort of deep fried on the outside, and you feel yeah. like it's cold. You put, you put your finger on it. You're like, oh yeah, this feels like it's yeah. done. You bite into it, and a flamethrower shoots up your yeah. nose. Dumpling. Yeah. That's a yes. Dumpling would do it. Yep. Yeah. All that anything, kind of stuff. Yeah. Pierogi. Pierogi. Same type of thing. Yeah, sort so. of same old situation right there. So uh, what we're saying is, blow. you know, your mom used to tell you, blow on your food till it's cool. 
Yes. As they said on Hill Street Blues, be careful out there. And coming up, we've got a, a new feature on the program. It is Mark Indiana Paul's 9 o'clock morning announcements. Okay, then. <laughs> so uh, we're a little bit early. This is the 9 o'clock morning announcements, but are you ready to do it? Uh, yeah, there's a new feature we're going to okay. do here, so uh, let's see if we can fire this thing up. Wow. Good morning, Guido. Good morning. Uh, so here's some uh, audio that you guys might have missed from over the weekend. Uh, Chuck Schumer had an amazing uh, Freudian slip while addressing the Senate Friday. Make no mistake. There will be a trial. And when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the erection. <laughs> insurrection against the United States. Well, oh my God, that's great. Well, that begs the question, if this trial lasts longer than four hours, should we call a doctor? <laughs> Erection, insurrection, how can you tell the difference? They both involve raging testosterone, right? So, exactly. Conjunction, right. function, what's, what's your... your function? All right, whatever. What yeah. do you got for us next, Guido? What's our next sound clip? Uh, so, with all the Bernie memes being shared, uh, it's safe to say people are smitten from the mittens. Uh, oh. <laughs> Bernie's Mittens were made by a teacher in Vermont, Miss Jen Ellis. After the meme's viral popularity, Miss Ellis was flooded with requests. I gave those mittens to Bernie as a gift, just um, expecting nothing in return. And I think it's beautiful that they've gone so far. Bernie was uh, pretty amused by the meme's popularity online, thanking Miss Ellis personally for the mittens. We know something about the cold, and we're not so concerned about good fashion. We want to keep warm. As Bernie would say, in that part of the country, keeping warm is huge. Huge, yeah, huge. <laughs> One of the things Bernie's like, you know, not only do we know how to keep warm, I'm once again asking you not to pick your nose, for it could be frozen, which necessitates us wearing mittens as opposed to fingered gloves. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of us watched football uh, over the weekend. Sure. Some of us might have been a little surprised by the outcome, but back in September of last year, former wide receiver Nate Burleson commented on that other pregame show on CBS, took an educated guess, made a prediction on the uh, Super Bowl faceoff. I'm going to jump right in. Listen, I do believe that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be there at the Super Bowl. Seems like a fairy tale, right? But there's a guy that plays quarterback, and he's like a Disney villain that's going to ruin this fairy tale, and that is Patrick Maleficent Magnificent Mahomes. <laughs> I have the Chiefs over the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Look at that. So, yeah. Chiefs over the box, according to Nate Burleson. I wonder if he put money on that in Vegas. That was four months ago he said that. Yeah, he said that before that before any games had been played. I'm impressed. Good for him. Yeah, it was, it was reported. It went viral after the game. Uh, he announced he might have a newly appointed nickname. Oh, yeah. That's, my my nickname good. is uh, Nate Stradamus. Oh, it is. I'll, I'll say this. Listen, I'll, I'll give this to CBS. It's the GOAT versus the kid. And you know what they call a baby GOAT? Yep. A kid. Oh, there you nice. Go. All right. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm, I'm just glad to see one of the greatest names in NFL history going back to the Super Bowl where he belongs. Of course, I'm talking about Ndamukong Su. Yes. Not yeah. Tom Brady. But yeah. nice. will Tom Brady win the Super Bowl again? I, I, I got, got to know. know. It's this a great storyline. You know, I, I hate the guy. Uh, like a lot of people, I hate him because uh, I never had him on my team. That's exactly. the whole thing. If you you if he was your quarterback, you'd love it. Look, everybody in Boston is rooting for Tom Brady right now, mostly because they're angry that the Patriots let him go. Yeah. 
So, yep. all right. Well, there you go. Nice job, Guido. Yeah, good sound clip. So we'll we'll do it again tomorrow, same time. There you go. Your morning announcements right, with Guido. Then. Nothing wrong with that. One hundred point seven KSLX. You got Mark and the Paul. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. One hundred point seven KSLX. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Jake from State Farm here to answer your what ifs. Hi, what if a moose rams my car? File a claim on the app. At State Farm, we're there for your what ifs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today.